welcome to another edition of Talkin' Tunes. Today we have with us, all the way from the UK, Louise Parker. Welcome, Louise. Thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. It's so good to be here. I know. Such a pleasure. I think we tried to do this back in the summer, I want to say. Um, I think it was summer when you released Bring It On. Yeah, that was, it feels like a lifetime ago, September, September, September. Okay. festival yeah. season was so mad. I just had no time to reply to emails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I missed you, but yeah, we're here, yeah. we made it. I know, finally, yes, yay. <laughs> so, all right, yeah, that was a crazy time, like September, end of, end of summer. So, yeah, mm. um, and that is festival season for y'all. And that was, I think, like, wasn't all the COVID restrictions just, like, being lifted at that time and y'all were just able to get out and start like well being like full speed ahead this this year definitely has yeah. been more full speed ahead um but i work in a hospital oh so i'm constantly in and out of work restrictions yeah. So, <laughs> yeah yeah that does make it a little bit trickier for you i'm sure i'm trying to say hello to everyone hello all for joining thank y'all so much Hi. I will try to keep up saying hello to everyone, and hopefully we don't miss any questions or comments along the way. Um, I'll try to keep up. Y'all just keep them coming in the comments. We'll try to keep up. Um, <laughs> yeah, working in a hospital through COVID, that's, whoa. Um, <laughs> that in itself um by profession, I'm a nurse, so I get that. Ah! That, um, I mean, I have not, unfortunately, I've not been able to work um, outside the home in years. So mm. I did not work in a facility or outside the home during COVID. But I could not imagine working in a hospital or anywhere, for that matter, during COVID at the height of a pandemic that must have been insane um it was a bit strange because i think everyone else's lives stopped yeah and my, mine didn't exactly mine yeah. didn't stop like i just carried on going <laughs> yeah the only things that changed for me was that i now wasn't performing live but i then just went online and did live streams so it, it was a, it was a weird time, but it definitely made me a stronger person. Yeah. And the connections and the people you meet in hospital and the friendships you make. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it changed, you know, I've, is, as much as it changed our lives for the bad in mm -hmm. so many ways, I feel like there was so much good that came out of it as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, one of these people that is negative as I am at times. And I know there's people that if there's people that know me that's watching this, there's like, what? Stacey, you're positive. You're, no, 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 no. <laughs> you're, you're not. And, but I mean, I am a very negative person at times, but on the flip side of that, like I try to also find the positive in things mm. and like with COVID, especially doing this show, like this show would not exist. I feel like, if it wasn't for COVID. Like yeah. so many people did go to doing things online and mm -hmm. like 
you musicians had to do things online. And especially so many of my UK friends, I would not have met, we would not have made these connections if it wasn't for COVID. Right. I feel like, I mean, maybe eventually it would have gotten to that anyway, but mm -hmm. I feel like that was the push that kind of connected us across the pond, as they say. Um, do you feel like that as well that you made? And I know you lived in Nashville for a little while. Yeah. So you kind of had that connection already anyway. But do you feel like um, COVID kind of pushed those connections even further or quicker to make, yeah. you know, those overseas connections happen or those long distance connections happen? Yeah, for sure. I, I started co-writing, which yeah. is something that I'd done in Nashville. Right. But never in the UK. And as soon as everything went online, everyone started co-writing with everyone. And it was amazing. And yeah. it was like, sometimes twice a week I was on Zoom. Oh, the dreaded Zoom. <laughs> but getting to co-write with people that I, I dreamt of performing gigs with and all of a sudden you're all reaching out to each other and you're doing live streams together, but you're co-writing. And I don't think that would have been such a big thing right. had we not been in lockdown. Because obviously everyone would just carry on with their lives as they normally would. It's only because we had so much free time. Yeah. And that was amazing. So I loved that kind of side of it. And getting to connect with people over live streams who yeah. live, as you said, all over the world. Yeah. I've done live streams with people in Australia. I've done people with live streams in America. And that's like, I don't know if I would have got the opportunity to do that. Right. right. Which is madness, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's wonderful. Like, I, um, I know you're friends with um, Sarah Louise. Yes. And I hopped on one of her um, group activities that she was doing with yeah. like, her group the other night. Yeah. So much, I was driving down the road, so I couldn't like participate. But it was so much fun just listening in and watching how she interacted with her fans. And yeah. I was like, I don't, and that was what got me thinking about all this. Like, this is, I feel like this is what COVID did was, and maybe she did this pre-COVID. I'd have to talk to her further about this. Maybe she did this pre-COVID, but I think this happened with a lot of artists was to bring them closer together to their fans and their followers was because it did force a lot of live streams mm. and made them become more creative to stay in touch with their fans yeah. and you know not just independent artists or up-and-coming artists but even the mainstream artists mm -hmm. you know they had to think like okay what am I gonna do to so my fans don't forget me yeah yeah definitely so, after six months went by or after a year went by and they saw okay we're not getting out to tour Mm -hmm. Um, we gotta, we're losing money. We gotta do something to stay relevant. And, you know, maybe not the Luke Bryans and the Carrie Underwoods. They knew they weren't going anywhere. Yeah. But, you know, the ones that were just starting to make a mark. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I, for me, I loved it. And yeah. I made so many connections and 
I just think it's been a great thing. Um, for you personally, like what did you see or what did you feel like it did for your career, for you personally? It definitely made me up my game on social media. Mm. And it's not that I didn't take social media, you know, as a big thing. It always has you know, been a big thing for, for, since I started doing music, <laughs> properly anyway. But when it became the only way, as you said, the only tool that yeah. we could use to connect with people, it made me sit back and think, right, I've, you know, I've got to get through this now because before going live and live streaming was a really uncomfortable experience because you sit there and you talk to yourself yeah. for an hour. Yeah. And that's such, it's not an exchange that you're used to right. for sure. So, you know, but when that is the only thing you've got, you kind of, you put your big girl pants on, you go, yeah, I've got, I've got to do this. Yeah. And now it's almost the other, at the end of, lockdown it almost became the other way around I, I played I remember playing a couple of my first live shows and people clapping at the end of songs and being like <laughs> what is that because <laughs> you're not used to it right yeah. or, or like I'm not used to not having a dialogue now I know yeah. what my what people are thinking when they're watching me because I can see people typing it. it is it is a back and forth and and then all of a sudden you don't have that anymore and you're a little bit like are yeah. they enjoying this because people are now verbally or you know through typing yeah, telling me they're enjoying this. <laughs> so yeah, it definitely made me take social media seriously. Yeah. But it also made me more creative. So like getting to do like TikTok. Everyone did TikTok yeah. in lockdown. So getting to do that and being a little bit more creative, maybe not musically, but doing a TikTok dance or yeah. do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Definitely made people more daring. Yeah, yeah, and definitely, I think it has helped me now with social media and how I connect to my fans because I understand them better because we've yeah. had these conversations. Right. Or I'll be doing like an Instagram video and I'll be walking along the street and I'm not as embarrassed as I, I once was walking along the street talking to myself. Yeah. Because we've got all that under our belt now. Right, yeah. And so that's, yeah, that's kind of what it came for me. That's huge, though. Yeah. That's huge. Um. So, like, Maybe, do you feel like if people had a bit of stage fright before, maybe it helped them overcome some stage fright? I, so I, I have really bad stage fright. Do you? I, I really bad at never thought that. I know, it's, it's, all, it's all a ruse. It's all an act. <laughs> but yeah, I, I still get bad stage fright, but wow. not when I'm doing a live stream. When I'm doing a live stream, I'm so comfortable, which is really weird, but put me on a stage, you know, anywhere. And I always get nervous, but it's only because I care so much. Yeah. Because I want it to go well and because I want people to enjoy it and I want people to like me because <laughs> I'm a bit of a people yeah. pleaser um, is the reason I get anxious. But I definitely think, well, it's all, it's all peaks and troughs, if I'm honest. Sometimes I feel like I'm getting better and then I have a really bad like panic attack and I'm like oh here we go <laughs> oh well but I, I think maybe live stream has helped me a little bit with my communication on stage so the, the things yeah. I say between songs right that because means as you said because you're so used to just talking to yourself you get to a point where you're not really embarrassed anymore right so yeah okay I would have never imagined that you would have stage fright so what do you do pre-show to kind of pump yourself up get yourself ready 
or kind of like get those jitters out of the way so i'm still working on my perfect routine <laughs> i'm still adding little things in here and there trying things out for me um i don't eat like dairy heavy yeah foods throughout the day for a performance but especially not chocolate which is my kryptonite Ooh. so it really hurts my soul during festival season when i'm playing a lot and i can't eat a lot of chocolate yeah. <laughs> it really upsets me <laughs> but um so that's a little thing like yoga and uh, breathing exercises especially yeah. before i go on stage vocal warm-ups always i yeah. never sing without warming up because not only does it not only do I then feel confident enough to go on stage, I also know that I'm not affecting myself. Because this is something I want to do for life. Right. I, I can't, I don't want to lose that. So yeah, always vocal warm-ups. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, the other thing I do, which is going to sound really silly, <laughs> is um, I talk to myself in a mirror. And it no, sounds mad. No, but even if it's just like... 10 minutes or five minutes in the bathroom beforehand if you ever see me at a gig i'm so sorry but at least you look myself in the mirror and i'm like you've got this you yes. you want this this is something you've been doing all your life everything you've been working up to are for these little moments and you're going to go out there and you're going to seize the opportunity and if anything goes wrong it's happened it's behind you you can't change that now you just focus on what you're doing in the next bit yeah even doing that with you and I can see myself obviously on, on the screen I'm like oh I feel so good right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> positive affirmations little yeah. pet talks yeah and now I've got the band we, we all like um we all you know conjure backstage and we have hugs and we say good luck to each other and I tell my band that I love them and then we all go on stage yeah I think that's awesome I think giving yourself a pet talk before you do something there is totally nothing wrong with that. Totally yeah. wrong. I think that's perfect. And then I love that you do it together with your band. And I mean, I think that is awesome and amazing because just that, that togetherness that you have with them. Yeah. You couldn't do it without, I mean, you could, but <laughs> we have a band backing you up that's everything and like you couldn't do it without them they couldn't do it without you you yeah. are really a family out there yeah and to have that group positivity before you go out there to me that would be everything yeah well it's taken me i've been a solo artist for 10 years yeah it's taken me that long to put my band together because i wanted to make sure they were people that were passionate, were passionate about my music, yeah, and, yeah. and that I connected with and that I knew loved it as much as I loved it. Yeah. And I obviously didn't want to step on anyone's toes either, so I've been really careful with the members of my band. They're not in too many other bands because I don't want to upset anyone accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, so these people, I've, you know, they've been hand-picked and they're special to me and they're important. And I understand that their time and their energy and putting it towards me, mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. So, I, I, as you said, it's not that I can't do it without them, but I wouldn't want to. Right, exactly. So they mean the world to me. Yeah, like, um, I mean, yeah, Jody said, 
Louise sounds great without a band, but with them, it's even better. Correct. Like, that's essentially what I was saying. Yeah. Like, by yourself, you sound great. But then it's like, you know, it's like singing a cappella. You sound great, but you put one instrument with you. You know, you have a guitar with you, and it sounds great. But yeah. then you add another guitar, and it sounds even better. You add drums, and it sounds even better. Mm. bad keys and it sound you know each little thing you add it's like better a little bit better yeah. a little bit better you know is it's just like an acoustic performance ver versus something produced you know i mean uh, there's there's definitely a line yeah you keep adding instruments forever but it doesn't always sound better unfortunately right, <laughs> right. exactly Exactly. We're finding we're still for acoustic songs. Yeah. I am such a sucker for that. There are some songs that I'm like, oh, just leave that one alone. alone. It can just stand alone acoustically. And then others, like, you need that production. But like you say, there's a fine line between what's too much. Mm. So, like, how do you decide when you're doing production when you're doing a song how do you decide how much you want to put into it so there's there's a few songs that i have just left acoustic yeah and there's deep reasons behind them uh one of them is called i'm moving to nashville which is obviously as it says it's when i moved to nashville <laughs> and for me explanatory. you know it does what it says on the tin you know what i'm saying um but for me, that song was always going to be acoustic because lyrically, it means so much to me. There is such a big story behind I'm moving to Nashville that I felt any kind of production on it could really lose that story. Yeah. And I didn't want to distract from that with an epic guitar solo. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it just, for me, I was like, no, I want people to know the story behind this song because it's important to me. It's got an important meaning, something that I want to get across to the people that listen to my music. Right. Or one of my other examples would be I've Forgotten How to Smile, which is um, just me and piano. Yeah. It's got a little bit of timpani at the end, actually, I lie, but it's <laughs> <laughs> a little, little effects, effects moment. But again, it was an important message to me that I want to get across to people and I didn't want it to be muddied by anything right. too sonically loud yeah so honestly some songs i just know i'm like nah yes this, this is just for me and one maybe a timpani two instruments <laughs> if i'm feeling fancy um but mostly when i'm producing what uh, me and paul who produces most of my music do we add every instrument on it known to man we get overexcited we do everything and then we start pulling things back. Oh, okay. And cutting things out. Does this add anything important? Does this add something I want to say? It's like having a lyric or, or yeah. a song say, and you go back and you edit the lyrics. Does this, is this lyric important? No, take it out. Do I need space here to breathe? That's what I'm like with instruments. And this will happen over like two or three sessions. So we'll, get overexcited that everything known to man and then i'll go away and i'll be like you're like nah that doesn't work yeah that that guitar riff is really distracting yeah i'll just take that out and then we we work on the layers so it might be that i take the riff out of the intro but then it might come back in 
on the last chorus because I'm a builder. I love building songs. That's so you'll notice this. You'll notice now. Now I've pointed it out. You'll see it in all my songs. Yeah, the start is always quite quiet, and you know it's it's almost like shy. I get very excited. You can tell I'm loving this. <laughs> it's like shy, and then as you go through the songs, more and more instruments. So the song gets like this. So it's just getting bigger and bigger, and you get to the end. And it's like everything is on this track now <laughs> but that's how yeah. i like it i like building songs like a crescendo so it's exciting and there's something new and you're looking forward to listening to what's coming next because all of a sudden you're like oh a bass line that's nice yeah you know what i mean like it keeps it interesting to me as a listener i'm always like oh oh what have they done there yeah so i, well, I do so totally listen so differently now to your songs <laughs> Like, I'm, just completely, I'm just completely ruined my own music for everyone. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, no, you've completely, you've changed it. But in a weird, because, I mean, I probably listen to music so differently than anybody else anyway. Like, the first time I listen to a song, I'm totally listening to the music and I barely pay attention to the lyrics. Oh, really? Like, I'm listening to the music to see if it captures my attention. Mm. And if the music doesn't capture me, I'm not going to pay any attention to the lyrics. Mm. I, don't I can see that. Yeah, sometimes I get... Like, if the music doesn't catch me, I'm not, the... not going to pay any attention to the lyrics. Then, so if the music captures me, then I'm going to listen to the lyrics. Then mm. if the Lyrics don't hook me in. Mm. Yeah. So, like, that hook me with your music. Yeah. If the music gets me. I'm gonna pay attention to the lyrics, and then I'm gonna like, I'm gonna hone in on those lyrics. Mm. I'm kind of that. I, I, I can agree with that. Part the lyrics because yeah. I figure out the meaning of that song. Yeah. I. I... Then the third. I'm going yeah. to instrumentation. Oh, see, I I can kind of get that. I can kind of get on board with it. Because there are certain songs where I think the melodies are so catchy that they can draw you in. Yeah. See, and, then, and that may be because I don't play anything. Mm. That may be because, I mean, I'm not a musician. So that may be why, like, instrumentation is last for me. Hmm. I don't know. And maybe because I write poetry, the lyrics are like, if you don't get me with the lyrics, I'm gone. Yeah. But I'm such a music lover that if you don't get me with that, hmm. I, you're, not, you're not even going to have my attention. As, as a counterpoint, though, Miranda Lambert, Tin Man, Instruments, not a lot. Lyrics, probably one of the best songs ever written. Do you know what I mean? It's I wouldn't say it pulls me in because of the the, the band or the instrumentation, but the lyrics are so strong and beautiful. I don't think it needs it. Do you know what I mean? You know, <laughs> people don't send me hate mail. Oh no! Don't send me hate mail. 
You're about to break my heart. I'm not a Miranda Lambert fan. Oh, that's all right. So I could not even tell you anything about that song. <sighs> okay. Well, I don't even know. I'm going to have to get, now that you've brought it up. This is your I'm homework. Go study the song because this I. This is your homework. Yeah. The first line of the song. Okay. No, that's, that's your homework. Go away. Have a listen to I it. Because... I'm ashamed to admit that. Y'all don't send me home. Don't send me hate mail. I will go. That's my homework. I will go study the song tonight. Just that song. Yeah, I you don't have to listen to her back catalog. Just Tin Man. Curious about it now. But okay, maybe even the house that said, built me. The house that built me is also good. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say. On the flip side of that, that being said, and me admitting that I'm not a Miranda Lambert fan, mm -hmm. the house that built me. Mm -hmm. My theme song. Oh, really? Like, I love that song. Mm. I absolutely love that song. And I'm like, that song she could have written for me. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's an amazing song. But again, I wouldn't say that the instruments are the best part. I'd say the <laughs> lyrics are the best part. Like, there's something about that song that caught me and hooked me, reeled me in, and I was there. Yeah. Yeah, she's good at that. She's good at speaking straight to the heart within the first, like, verse. I, and I will openly admit that about her. Like, for some reason, I say I'm not a huge Miranda Lambert fan, but I am also the very first to admit that that woman is mega freaking talented. I know. Mega freaking talented. I know. I, I will not deny that. She is super freaking talented. <laughs> like... Agreed. Yeah. There is no. Yeah. no you've, you've made up for it. You've made up for not being a Miranda Lambert fan. Yeah. We forgive you. We forgive you. I mean, the, I, I would, I would be a fool not to admit that. I mean, the woman, <laughs> mega talented, mega talented. But I will say, along those lines, oh my, I am so happy that Lainey Wilson won Female Vocalist of the Year last night. I know. I know. I'm up and down happy. <laughs> she deserves it. She's had a phenomenal year. She has. Now, I am a huge, huge Lainey Wilson fan. Are you? I am. Yes. I, I think I thought you might be. You I've not. I need to listen to more of her music. Edgy vibe. <laughs> yeah. Her album properly. So I've only. I've not heard all of her songs, but the ones I've heard, I've always loved. You've got to, like, check out everything by Lainey. You, honestly, I'm not just doing that, Louise. You give me, like, that Lainey Wilson edgy vibe that she's got going on. That's my homework. Yeah, that is your homework. I'm, I'm all right with that. Yeah I'll, yeah, I'll take it. I will run with it. It's going all over my next, next press kit. <laughs> yeah. Lady Wilson edgy vibes. <laughs> yes, she's got this edgy vibe. Like, did you? I mean, I know the UK is like, y'all are like weird. Your schedule is like weirdly ahead. You're like five hours ahead of me. But did you watch the awards last night or was it on? Not yet. No. Okay. So we're like, I think we're six hours ahead of you. But um, I've seen the snippets all over Instagram today when I was at work and I was like, oh. There's another video. I just watched that, so I've seen little bits here, here and there. Did you see the performance that she did with um, uh, 
my God, I'm blanking. People, what's his name? Jesus. Help us out. Help us out. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, could you be popular? God, what is his name? Freaking. Was it, was it a tribute? No, no. What is Oh, um, Hardy? Yes, thank you. Hardy, yes. yes. Oh if he did it that he did with Hart, that she did with Hardy. I again, I saw a snippet that they'd put online, and it sounded amazing. But I've not had a chance to watch the full thing yet. Okay, that's your homework. That's but I, you know what? I'll take it. Yeah, that is your homework. Watch that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, okay. I will. I will watch that. But I love her. I love her voice. I think she's also, I like her personality. Yes. Just okay. like her whole vibe. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. her whole vibe, her whole energy. Like, yeah. yes. It just, yes. I just, I get that same vibe and energy from you. Like, I mean, I've never sat down and talked to Lainey. I mean, <laughs> I wish I could. Never but, say never. Oh God, I would like literally die if I got to sit down and talk to her. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I get that like vibe and energy from you that I feel like I would get from her. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah 100% love that. Yeah, yeah, for me. I do. <laughs> and I mean, I, usually, I, I say this in one breath and then I turn around and I say it anyway. Like, I hate comparing one artist to another artist. But then again, I always do it. I don't know. But yeah, check it out and let me know what you think. Tell me if I'm like way off or let me know if I was kind of on the right track. Yeah. But that's what oh, I Y'all yeah. watching, let me know if you agree with me or not. Dodie says, hippiest we will be to see that duet when it's aired on BBC here next week. Oh, hoping. Hoping, hoping, hoping. Y'all don't get to see it till next week. It'll be on YouTube. <laughs> ah, I'll find it. Wait a week to see it. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. Yes. Y'all go to YouTube and check it out. Y'all let me know if you agree with me on that comparison or not. Okay. I, I often get, I've been compared to, I think my music has been compared to Taylor Swift, which pff, I'm totally here for. But my most recent one is Kelsey Ballerini. Everyone says that I'm the British Kelsey Ballerini. And again, 100% here for that because I, I adore Kelsey. Kelsey. So um, I'm, I'm big on the Kelsey Ballerini vibes as well. I'm like, yeah, Kelsey Ballerini. <laughs> I love Kelsey. Okay, unsigned chat. Let me address that comment. I totally agree with you and that's why I hate doing it. Okay, unsigned chat said, should never compare artists. Everyone is on their own journey. I wholeheartedly agree with that comment and that's why I don't like doing it and that is why I kind of do it in the way that I do I don't and so correct me if I'm wrong anybody that's ever watched the show before and heard me compare somebody or how I just did with Louise I don't ever say you're like or I think you are Mm. Lainey. I don't think I compared Louise in that way. I feel like, and I hope I bring it across this way. Like, 
Louise's vibe reminds me of. So I hope that I do it in a complimentary way, yeah. not in a copycat way, if that makes sense, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I've never really had a problem with it. I'm very secure in yeah. my music, and I know that I am who I am and, and all this. But I can't say that I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the people that inspired me. Right. And before I, I do... And, and I yeah, I have a snippet of Taylor Swift. I grew up on Taylor Swift. I have a snippet of Kelsey Ballerini because right. again, she inspires me, and because of her vibe and her energy, yeah. I do almost encapsulate that a little bit in what I do because I look at her and think, I right. want to be like that. So I never take it personally because I know I am who I am. Right. Yeah. I and if you want to, if you want to say I look or sound or whatever like Lady Wilson, I'll understand take it because she is phenomenal. Fire. Yeah, I think every artist has a little bit in them, whoever it is that inspires them. Yeah, and it's not that you're copying that artist or you're trying to be that artist, no. but it just is what you have listened to. It's it's kind of like. You are your environment. You are mm. around. Uh, you know, I live in the South, so I have a Southern accent. You know, it's kind of like, you know, you live in, you live in the UK, you have a British accent. You know, it's kind of, you are a product of your environment. Yeah. So you kind of are a little bit of what you're around. So if you are over influenced by Taylor Swift, you're going to have a little bit of Taylor in your voice. Yeah. Well, my songwriting, especially. My yeah. Songwriting especially. I mean, Taylor Swift is one of the reasons I learned guitar. Oh, so many people. So, so people. but like, like Eden just said somewhere down here in a comment, um, Carly Pierce. I'm hugely inspired by Carly Pierce. Her oh, album yeah. 29 came out when I was going through a breakup. Yeah. All of a sudden I was writing a lot of songs that were, very much like, not like Carly Pierce, but you know what I'm saying? Like the vulnerability. Yeah, yeah. Was very Carly Pierce. And yeah. even in some of my production, she inspired what, when I was producing that very, she had a very limited instrumentation in right. 29. And that, that really inspired some of what I was doing at that time. Yeah. So, yeah. well, yeah. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think every artist goes through periods like that until you find your exact sound, your exact sweet spot, your exact, <laughs> you know, your exact place that mm. you feel exactly comfortable. Like you might take yeah. a little bit from here, a little bit from here, a little bit from here until you find your exact spot that you've taken a little bit from all of these places and come together right here. Mm. I, I'm a little bit controversial on this. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no. That's why because I, I don't box myself in like with genres. When everyone was like, what genre did you do? You do? I'm like, well, it's country. But if you listen to my music, I'm like, I'm country pop. Right. I'm country rock. Yep. I'm sometimes just pop. 
I'm sometimes a little singer-songwriter. You know what I mean? I'm sometimes a little you know, pop punk. If you go way back, I'm pop punk through and through. Avril yeah. Lavigne, here we are. But so Love Avril. I grow, I'm constantly growing. And if, if I was now producing some of the music I released 10 years ago, because my first EP came out, it'll be 10 years next April. Blows my mind. Um, right. I would produce that so much differently to how I did it back then. Oh yeah. Because yeah. like human beings and like our experiences, and as you said, a product of our environments and our situations, yeah. I'm constantly growing and I'm learning and the things I like change. Exactly. So if, yeah. Even a song that say I released on the album last year, I would do it so much differently now, but that doesn't mean I don't like what I've done or I don't regret what I've done. Cause that's who I was in that moment. Exactly. Yeah. But as my producer says to me, we could hold on to these songs forever, Louise, and we constantly change small bits, maybe like a volume here or there, or right. adding like a guitar lick, and you mm -hmm. might never be happy. So yep. you kind of get to a place where you're like, actually, I love what I'm doing. Go. <laughs> Stop. <Yep>. Release. Release. <laughs> Before yeah. I change my mind. So I'm like... I don't think there's ever really a sweet spot or, or a, a place. I don't ever think I find a place where I feel happy, but at that moment it's how I was feeling and it's what I wanted. And then I move on and I do what is next for me and how I feel and what I want there. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe I said that wrong because I definitely didn't mean to say like genre wise, but um, I don't even know. Because, yeah, I don't, I definitely don't, I've said this many times, I've probably said it on every show, um, I don't think any artist should fit in a neat little box mm. and be specifically this or that or whatever. It's so um, stifling, so yeah. stifling to try and just kind of, boxes when you're trying to be creative, the last thing you want to do is go, right, I'm doing this, here is my barriers. Yeah. No, don't do that. Ever. No. no. And, I mean... There was one comment on, and maybe he didn't mean it. I, I don't know. I don't want to stir the pot. I don't want to stir a pot that maybe doesn't need stirring. Mm -hmm. um, there was a comment on the award show last night that um, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was Luke Holmes that said, um, this year's award show seemed more country than ever the music was more country this year than it has been okay depends how you define country music yeah. is so opinionated music always has been always will be an opinion exactly I, I, and I think I know what he meant mm. um Again, I don't want to stir the pot where the pot may not need stirring. But there again, you know, there's there's a lot of '90s country singers mm. that do not agree with a lot of today's country. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I I often get told I'm not country, and I'm like. I, okay. you know, I love 90s country. I love 70s country. I love 80s country, 90s country. I love all decades of country. Heck, I even love 50s and 60s country. <laughs> but that's the thing. 
thing. If you look at each decade, it's yeah. completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Completely different. You look at Hank Sr. And then you look at Hank Jr. Mm. And they wanted Hank Jr. to be just like Hank Sr. Well, he wasn't going to be. No. No. And today, like 90s country. Mm. So why does everybody keep trying to make it be? I just... Let I, it be what it is going to be and everybody enjoy what it is. Yeah. Like, scroll past what you don't. There's enough out there for everybody. I think we need to stop boxing it in. The only reason people, the only reason I say, oh, I'm a modern, I say modern country because I don't want to upset the traditionalists. <laughs> the only the reason I say that is because people say to me, what genre are you? Or even like when I'm uploading a song that will go on iTunes or Spotify, you have to yeah, specify somewhere. what genre it comes under. It makes me so mad. So I'm like, I don't want to have to do that. Yeah. You're going to like my music. You're going to like it. It doesn't matter if you think it's country, if you think it's pop, if you think it's, I don't know, ska. It's not, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what genre it is. You're going to like it or you're going to hate it. Yeah. If you hate it, fine. Doesn't, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, it is what it is. Just go find some music that you do like and, and love that and share that with your friends. But then understand that your friends might not like it either. Right. Exactly. Music. is yeah. It's a minefield, honestly. It is a minefield. It is. I love what Linda just said. Linda said, country keeps evolving. Listen to, enjoy to what, blah. enjoy what makes your heart happy. Yes, mm. I agree. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dodie, I, I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Dodie said, you are a singer-songwriter, Louise, that doesn't need to be specific to one genre. I agree. Exactly. Right, we are running out of time. Let's talk about the new single. Yeah! <laughs> what do you want to know? <laughs> Yay! We've talked about so much other stuff this hour. I knew this was going to happen. I knew we were going to get fit chatty and we did. I knew that was going to happen. Um, so let's move on and talk about this new single, little bit drunk, little bit um, drunk coming out tonight at midnight. But in case y'all didn't know, you can go on over to route 66 country music's website and listen to it now. It's there in full. You can listen to it. Go there under the blog category. Um, read Rachel's feature release on the song. At the bottom is the pre-save link. You can still go pre-save it or go to iTunes and buy it. That would really help Louise out a lot. Just, is it 99 cents? 79p. 79p which I don't know what that is in American dollars, sorry. <laughs> Might be 99 cents. <laughs> I'm not Anyway. But it's 79p in England. Less than a dollar. It is yeah. less than a dollar, people. It's so, less than a cup of coffee. Way less than a cup of coffee. So go to iTunes, buy it, or at the very least, go pre-save it. Anyway, that link is at the bottom of the page, but also the link to listen to the full song is there. Before you do that, just stay right here because mm. after Louise tells us about it, she's going to 
sing about it. Yeah. Right here, live. So, okay, one thing I noticed interesting, you hear my voice going, oh. Yeah, mine's a okay. sexy man voice. <laughs> I, I know, right? <laughs> All right, one thing I noticed interesting when I was looking at your press kit and reading, looking at the pictures and reading about the song, um, trying to pull it back up so I don't do it wrong. Um, there was one picture that I love, and I actually put it up on the website. Yeah. Uh, it was a black and white picture. You're holding your phone in front of a mirror, and you said this song, this picture was the one that inspired that song. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I got to know the story behind that. <laughs> okay. So I was, um, I was fresh, fresh out of the breakup. And me and some friends had gone to a gig. One of the one of the boys in my band is in a couple of tribute acts. And so I often go and see him because they are some of the best gigs I've ever been to, these tribute gigs. <laughs> and so gone to see him perform. My friend was driving me. I thought, oh, I'll have a few drinks. I'm not, I'm not, I don't really drink. I'm not a big drinker. Um, so I had a few. <laughs> had a few to drink and um yeah I kind of probably went a little bit overboard as you do when you're a little bit lonely yeah and obviously I... your your inhibitions start taking over and you you think maybe the best idea would be to drunk call your ex oh mm -hmm. and tell him you miss him now I I didn't I'm surrounded by amazing friends and family and I've never made a drunk call that I remember <laughs> So <laughs> the next day I was kind of, I was in the shower and I was a, a little bit hungover. That's, that's actually the, uh, the sequel to a little bit drunk is a little bit hungover. <laughs> it's not, could you imagine? <laughs> that would be good. But yeah, so um, I was in the shower and I was like, I had this song idea about this drunk call because I hadn't made the call, but I still had all these feelings. Yeah. So it's almost like an open letter of what I would have said had I called my ex. I love it. Yeah. <gasps> I love it. Okay, if y'all have not already went to the website and you're wondering what I'm talking about, just go to the website, to Route 66 website, the homepage, the carousel of photos, you'll see the photo that I'm talking about. It's, I think it may be the only black and white photo on there. Like but the grainiest, the grainiest photo ever. <laughs> I can on my it. phone, like half drunk had... in a club. <laughs> yeah, it's the only black and I'm looking at it right now. It's the only black and white photo on there. So it's not even supposed to be black and white. It's just the colors are so bad. <laughs> I loved it though. I loved it. <laughs> and like, of course, on there, like, this was the photo that inspired the song. Like, it had to make it. it yeah. Yeah. I mean, it had to. Um, is That's why I love the photo carousel, especially when artists send me pictures like that, that's real life, that inspire the song. And I'm like, this is perfect. Like, I love this. Um, when you get, you know, when you ask the artist to tell you what inspired the song and they give you some, you know, polished version. Mm -hmm you know, or some, you know, nice press release version. 
No. Like, Louise gave me the hardcore real story, picture and all. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, I can only be myself. I can't lie. I'm not a liar. I t I'll always tell the truth. And my songwriting is always incredibly, brutally honest sometimes. And there I, it is. I love it, though. I love it. Like, truth and honesty. I mean, you know, what is the saying? Three chords and a truth. That's what a country song is. Preach. Um, you know, and I love it. I love the song. Um, so without further now were you before we go any further before i let you sing it um <laughs> oh, look, i'm ready the only songwriter on the song yeah you wrote this all by yourself and yeah. you produced it along with paul. your producer paul yeah yeah amazing my little dream team <laughs> all right well ready. without further ado we will let you go ahead and sing it we will hear the acoustic version of it. And then, as I've said, it's on the website. And then it comes out tonight at midnight yeah. all over the place. Mm. Get your copy, please. <laughs> yes. Again, the pre-save link is on um, our website, Route 66. Also, if you go to Instagram, the link is there as well for you to go Everywhere. Pre-buy it, all that good stuff. Um, so if you're not already following Louise, make sure that you are doing that as well. All right, whenever you're ready. Okay. I'm a little bit drunk. I've had one too many. Can you pick me up? Take me back to the place where we fell in love Between the sheets on the first floor A place I've been so many times before It's been so long since you've let me walk out the door With no reason So many lies in between but if I drunk out your number, would you pick up the phone? I know I should know better, leave one love alone. But could you tell me the truth? Are you better off without? Oh, Henry, I'm a little bit drunk. Can you help me out? Isn't that how all good love stories start? The hero always finds a way to stop falling apart. And in the end, they all ride off into the sunset. So if I trumped out your number, would you pick up the phone? I know I should know better. But could you tell me the truth? Are you better off without? Oh, Henry, I'm a little bit drunk. Can you help me out? 
Now you'll never be true. Oh, Henry, I'm a little bit drunk, and I still love you. too many can you pick me up <laughs> thank you i love it i love it i love it oh, i love it so many times people have made those drunk calls mm, yeah I think that song is going to be so relatable to so many girls. Um, unfortunately, fortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, um, they're going to be a lot of girls saying, oh, my God, I've done that. <laughs> right. It's a great song. It is a fun song. Thank you. Um, I love it. I think it's great. Um Linda said, woohoo, Henry stuffed up, LOL, didn't he? <laughs> he really did. But you know what? I've written some amazing songs about it. So... I love it when people provide such great songwriting material. I mean, the, the, this, is, this will be the fourth song I've released about this situation. And the first three are, have all been number ones in the UK country charts. Wow. Thank you, Henry. So, yeah. I mean, you know, he was good for something. Well, good for nothing, at least. Songwriting. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, at least something good came out of that. Okay. Mm. I don't know if... Edwin River Swan is still on or not, but missed a question. Um, wanted to know what about Carly Pierce inspires you? Oh my goodness. Um, as I said, I think she released her album 29 when I was going through my breakup. And so it was, for me, it was relatable content. Mm. And there was so much vulnerability and honesty because I'd never really connected with her music before that I knew a lot about her personal life yeah it was all over my social media always but I didn't know any of her music yeah and so obviously when that was released and it was so vulnerable and so open and I think that takes real courage oh yeah to be honest about a situation that probably a lot of people wanted her to fail anyway. I don't think, I don't think there was obviously, obviously not everyone's your biggest fan, are they? And a lot yeah. of people would like to see you, would like to see you, you know, trip up and things. <laughs> so to see her come through with such courage and strength was really inspiring to me. I, yeah. 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 I agree. I remember that whole situation as well. And mm. I, I agree with you exactly. I thought it was so courageous and so brave of her. Mm. Um, she kind of didn't have a choice, you mm. know, but to be open 
she was forced to be open about it. Yeah, but she did it in such a classy manner. Exactly. She, she it was there was no slurring. Right. Or like, yeah. You know. She could have slung some mud and been dirty and ugly, and she wasn't. She. Yeah. Look, she chose the high road. And yeah. like you say, she was very classy about it. And um, yeah, I mean, she 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 had like she got she got, she got a little sassy, but yeah. in the ways that she did it was so smart. Yeah. That you you couldn't help but cheer for her. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. She came out on top. She she oh. she did well. Uh, yeah. She's doing great. Yeah, she's doing. But I mean, again, it's. I think she probably feels the same way that I do about the songs I've released. And even though they're my three number ones and all this, I love the music I'm releasing. I love that my fans love the music I'm releasing. But if I could have not gone through that situation, oh yeah, I would have. <laughs> yeah. Or would it, could I had it turn out slightly different? Obviously. Yeah. yeah I, I. But again, it's making the best of a bad situation yeah, yeah absolutely and i mean it's you have to like everything else you have to take the positive mm. out i mean you learned valuable lessons in yeah. you don't want or you don't need mm. you got some great music out of it yeah and, i mean we're thankful for that because we love the music and I mean, like, like Carly, we're terribly sorry that you had to go through that mm. and pray that you don't have to go through any more of that to give us great music. Um, but we are thankful for the great music that you have given us and we cannot wait for this one to come out tonight. I know that you are super excited about it. Um, I'm super excited about it and thank you so much for allowing Route 66 to be a part of this. It has been- Oh, thank you. And it has been amazing having you on the show. Thank you for doing the takeover today. Um, mm -hmm. I cannot wait to, to do so another project with you. Thank you so much. You guys, if y'all have not already pre-saved, pre-bought, a little bit drunk, make sure that you go do that now. It's not Please. <laughs> not already following Louise. Make sure you go follow her on all the socials. Go to Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to music. Make sure that you give her both a give her a follow. That, look, neither of us can talk anymore. So do us a favor and go follow all of us. <laughs> Buy her music. Follow her. Do all that good stuff. Be ready for a little bit drunk to come out at midnight tonight. Go to Route 66 website right now. Y'all can listen to it again. It's worth it. Go do it right awesome. now. Yeah. Thanks for watching. We appreciate it so much. Y'all stay safe, stay healthy, and most of all, y'all be kind to each other. Louise, thank you so much. It's been a blast. Thank you so much. See you soon. All right, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>